And here we are. It is Saturday, which means we're talking WandaVision. This is a unanimous indecision. I'm Joshua Troop. I've got Ian Rismondo with me talking the wonderful world of the MCU. Uh, WandaVision episode four debuted yesterday. Uh, and wow, I can't wait to talk about this movie. This movie. If, I mean... <laughs> Uh, I mean, basically, yeah, kind of. Even though it's they're so short, but like the the stuff we're talking about, it's it's all about the movies, you know. Like it's so so connected. Uh, I'm loving it. I'm loving it, McDonald's style. It's WandaVision episode four. I feel like it's the kind of episode that I would typically dislike. Um, that's like, all right, we're gonna. It's literally called. We interrupt. Uh, your scheduled programming or something. We interrupt this like program, that. I think. We interrupt this program, yeah. And like and normally when shows do that, it's so frustrating. Like Agents of Shield did it with like the Fitz thing uh, in season five, and I think that's all right. But I was just like, I kind of just want to find out what's what's going on forward. But this was so interesting, um, and we got a lot of clarification, a lot of backstory. To me, as a sum up of this episode. Is they were like, hey, we hinted at certain things in the first three episodes. If you did not pick up on them, this is what they all meant. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you agree, Ian, but uh, we're, we're going to get into breaking down this TV show. Um, before we do, though, I just want to remind everyone to rate, review, subscribe wherever you're listening to us, because there are two ways to find us. There's an audio only format in podcast form uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever podcasts are sold for free. Uh, otherwise, you can find us live on twitch.tv slash unanimous indecision, where we have two shows. We have this Saturday show that we do noon Eastern time. Uh, to talk WandaVision and after every episode. And then on Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, we will be reviewing a different movie and doing talking some movie news from the previous week. This week's movie is The Little Things, so definitely tune in for that because that could be... Um, I don't know. I, I think there's potential for, for maybe someone to, to be nominated for an Oscar. I, I won't say that they might win, but I uh, haven't seen it yet. It, it just seems like... There's a lot of opportunity for some very good performances. Uh, but otherwise, WandaVision, man. Episode four, we interrupt this program. This might be my favorite episode so far. This might be my favorite interruption. <laughs> man, I want. I just want to know, where has S.W.O.R.D. been all this time? Uh, so I guess they... So, okay, so, so, so I, we, we get a certain placement that which we knew because Wanda's back, so it's right. obviously after Endgame, right? Um, but we this entire episode, well, I won't say entire episode, but uh, half the episode follows Monica, yes, and because I guess the other half kind of follows Darcy. Actually, it's not even like half; it's like five minutes, honestly. Like if you think about how long these episodes are. We don't follow Monica all that much. Oh, yeah, maybe you're right. I mean, I mean, I mean from like an important standpoint, yes. Like right, maybe, right, right, right. But I, after you know, I watched you're, this, you're I right. Maybe I am giving I, too much time to it. After I watched this, I was going back to try and find certain points in it, and I was like, 
wait, where's Monica? And I had to go back, back, back. It's, it's like at six <laughs> minutes or seven minutes. Oh my talk. gosh. That's it's, crazy. it's not a lot of time. I guess that's a good point because they have to cover like three episodes of uh, right. stuff happening. Okay, so. Which goes to show actually how well they're doing this because like if we're, if we believe we're spending that much time with these characters and we're really not. Man. Yeah. And so uh, Monica gets unsnapped or resnapped. Unblipped. Reblipped. <laughs> right. What, what words are we choosing? It's like thaw, right? Unthaw. Unthaw. Yeah. Re yeah. <laughs> Resnapped. Man, uh, I just don't like that they used the term blip. I don't like that. That's the. Yeah, Spider-Man did it for fun, and then it's it's, it's a fun it, it's a fun way to discuss something that was so like horrifying. Right. That's true. <laughs> but we get the brilliance of seeing. So okay. This episode opened and I was confused. I was like, what is happening? Oh, I wasn't. I was just uh, like, oh, here we go. <laughs> so I, I didn't immediately recognize it. I, I, I backed up 10 seconds a few times to, to rewatch it. Uh, but we see the rematerialization of Monica and several other people coming, returning from uh, the snap, which is brilliant. And it looks like they did a very good job, like, it's re so like, the chaos. And, and re oh, my God, man. That's. Because that, that's the question. This is the question that we've been asking for the past right, few years. Right, right, right. So what like, happened to the people who came back? Yeah, and, and like this is, this is a great example. Like, like there's a lot of specific scenarios you could come up with. Um, and I don't know how many people were asking for a hospital scenario. But yeah, this one is really interesting because it's like you're asking about certain people, but like it's been five years. Those people either got snapped or maybe if they're too old, I mean, it's a hospital. They could have died in that time, which is exactly what happened. How many and times do you think there was someone lying in a hospital bed and someone materialized? That's like, what I was thinking. When, within them, on top of them? When that, that one person that Monica walks past who's laying in a bed and there's a person that materializes kind of in the same position she was looking at the bed. And I, and I got to thinking, I was like, yeah, what happens if they were, they were both in the bed? <laughs> There's just some like amorphous blob sitting on some beds. Or does it just like the next available space is just it's now like, in bed with them? You like they they spotted, but you can't spot there because they're already there. So you just wait. You go to your last safe state now. <laughs> um, it's very kind of the of of the universe. But yeah, it's really interesting. Um, I mean, I remember we get that story from uh, Aunt May where she rematerializes in her home. And she's like, and everyone was very confused. Uh, <laughs> she's like, the wife thought the husband was cheating on her. And <laughs> um, yeah, and, and so it's stuff like that, but so intense. And I'm actually, I, I guess stories, it, it's not a super uncommon thing for stories to do this. But it's the only instance we have so far necessarily. And it kind of, if you really want to think about it, it kind of parallels what Wanda's going through right now with Monica, which is Wanda right now is, is grieving, right? She's grieving. She's coping with the loss of um, two of her special boys. <laughs> I think that's probably the most important thing to take away from this is that it hasn't been a lot of time. She came back in Endgame. We got that like you right. thing for me. I think it's three weeks. It's three weeks later, plus or minus travel time. But uh, that's 
that's wild. Like, cause like we, I mean, we've had several years to now deal with the fact that like, right. But it's only three weeks since three Tony weeks died. Since, right. Yeah. Since all that stuff happened. So yeah, it's pretty, pretty heavy. If you think about it, it's only three weeks since vision died. Yeah. That that's my point. Right. That's, so that's like, big. it's like, she, she hasn't had time to grieve. Uh, we, we watched vision die back in 2018. I say that's not true. Cause Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Three weeks. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, for her, for her, because she was also yeah. Was yeah that, that's where I started <laughs> falling apart. But uh, but yeah, but but the thing that I think is really interesting is how it's not exactly the same, but Monica kind of has something that is actually very similar to Wanda. So so Wanda lost her two special boys, um, and I'm not talking about Billy and Tommy yet, but <laughs> uh, but Monica loses her mom during the snap the five-year time jump and so while everyone everyone's so happy they they get their family back but not her that she lost hers on that day that might have to be harder because like her mom passed away while she wasn't there and i mean and i loss is all all weird but like knowing that she couldn't be there yeah and like that's pretty heavy stuff. Now I think they do kind of ease up on it, ease up on the heaviness some bit when uh, uh, what what's his name? Tyler, Taylor, Tyler, Ty- Tyler Hayward, Tyler Hayward, uh, the director of Sword, the no acting director, acting director. Um, for, because Maria Rambeau was director, right? And I and I'm pretty sure from like the the subtext, um, I'm pretty sure that Maria was like going to put. Her, monica in that position right and that's, and that's kind of why like he's kind of like i wasn't supposed to take this job <laughs> right yeah, yeah yeah right but then he even when he says that like she's not allowed to fly um he's like but this is an order from your mom because she knew you'd come in and that kind of softens the blow of her death a little bit but like right. oh man that's so touching like at least at least maria didn't die just completely so this kind of brings up something that I'm interested in, like, <laughs> like how long Sword has been around, right? Because it's been it's around at least three weeks. <laughs> it's been around clearly before. Oh, the right. snap happened because it has to be because hmm. uh, Monica was already a captain at Sword. She had a card previously that doesn't work anymore. So it's clearly been, um, it's clearly been more than five years. I don't. Oh, right, right, right. I see what you're saying. I just want to know, like, how long have they been around? Have they been around? Has has Maria been working on this since like the early two thousands? You know what? May, maybe uh, Nick Fury. Um, okay, I, I like to think he was involved in it. Maybe he wasn't. Um, but the fact that he's on a sword ship now leads me to believe it. I don't think there is any possibility of sword being created where Nick Fury didn't have a hand in it. Like that, he wouldn't allow that to happen. And like him and Maria know each other very well. Right. Like. Uh, right. So. Uh, yeah, so I would assume that Sword was basically created by Nick Fury, Captain Marvel, and uh, Maria Rambo. Yep. And I would maybe assume they started. I don't know what the start looked like, but the the idea <laughs> there was an idea. idea, right? I would assume that the idea was basically incepted the day. Um, Captain the day, Marvel left the day Nick Fury died, kind of thing. Oh, okay. Um, in uh, uh, Winter Soldier, yeah. When when Shield falls, 
he immediately is working on other things and shields really offensive. We must have something that is offensive. And, and, and remember initially he's trying to rebuild shield. He's trying to redeem it. And it's captain right. America that says, no, you need to let this thing burn down. Um, but then at the end of the movie, Nick Fury's like, I don't know. I think I'll, I'll go to Europe and I hear some things are happening over there. You want to come? And they're like, Nope. Um, <laughs> and so I got to think that he, he went to Europe to go talk to someone about, starting sword or or that was the beginning of it that was the beginning of it um and, and he really figured out that it was definitely the right move by the time of age of ultron when he's like yep we definitely do need a shield but how about a sword right right um and so then the three of them put it together so that i guess that means it's been around for like 10 years in universe that's probably i think that's probably the best Maybe a little less than yes, that, but yeah, that. Some, something around there. Um, and then you just figure that a lot of... Sword is clearly very friendly with the government. Um, so, like, you got to imagine that Sword was just, like, formated by um, ex-Shield agents, FBI agents kind of stuff, CIA, just other government officials, military. Um, so... This this kind of uh, I don't know if you got this feeling. Um, Who knows? Maybe Monica was the first recruit. If I'm being honest, because she maybe. she might have been at like the perfect age by the time this thing got started. Maybe. Um, I mean, we could probably put together her age. I mean, we're doing a little bit of. Maths. She's what like ten in 1995. So something like that. Okay, I guess she's a little too old probably to be the first recruit, but she could have been involved in the starting process. If I'm being honest. Right. Um, but so I got some weird vibes from Tyler. <coughs> And it wasn't really like at this part, but later on when we were at the camp, I was like, this is, he's asking some, some weird questions. And then he just straight up dips. He doesn't leave, does he? He does. He's like, I'm going back to base. I've got a, I don't remember what exactly he says, but well, he, he, he leaves. Yeah. But you don't expect Nick Fury to be at every single operation. You know, this isn't their primary thing. Remember, this is just a missing persons case as how it starts. They realize it's a little more, so he's like, "All right, I'm come check it out, see how crazy Maybe. it actually is." But Maybe. but he's got people there now; he can talk Maybe. to them over the phone. He's got other things for Sword to do, like whatever they're doing in space. Right? Maybe they're I, uh, launching the the thing that Nick Fury's on in Far From Home, and that's the thing that's more important. Sure. Although um, that was probably an alien ship, so <laughs> they're probably not launching it. What did I you do? Like the, it, uh... I, I'm pretty sure the sword headquarters they showed is in. It, it appeared to be Cape Canaveral to me. That's what it looked like to me. It looks like NASA buildings, but futuristic. Uh, <laughs> like, like uh, there's images of what like Cape Canaveral's uh, spaceport will look like, and that's kind of what it looked like to me. <laughs> uh, and I was like, cool, I'm in. Uh, but what are you gonna say? I would say, so what, what did you think of the return of Agent Wu? It's super good. Super good. I love immediately the way he pulls out his uh, badge. It's or like magic. He it's does like... the magic. That's such a good Easter egg. Like just a little <laughs> There's nod. There's three lines. Just a nod to him. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that was like my highlight with him. Uh, but he does some other fun things uh, in the episode. He's still... I, uh, a little bit surprised he wasn't a sword agent, but I like what they did with him, how mm. he's the FBI's arm in this. So because there's like 10 agencies there. 
I caught that and I wrote those down. That's wild that there's this much cooperation. I mean, I guess there is like a weird reality bubble happening on American soil. So everyone wants to be interested. I think at this point, uh, after Thanos, people are being a lot more cooperative with each other. (laughs) The the unifying factor was Thanos. (laughs) Yeah, it's like... Which was an alien threat. Right, yeah. It takes aliens to unite humanity. Exactly. Um. Mm. We got we got a little bit of confirmation. So we we got the the color helicopter that we saw. Right. I thought I thought that was cool. That it definitely was intended to be a lot more of a practical drone rather than a but real. Part helicopter. of the change was that it's a toy helicopter kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and we got. I mean, it's cool that like as things enter this bubble, they change to like make more sense within the. Yeah, try to rationalize just a little bit. Right. Um. We get to see Darcy Lewis. And the beekeeper was a hazmat suit. It was. So we got that. I, I thought it was really cool that the chain that was connecting him turned into like a, a jump rope cord. Dude, when I saw that jump rope, I was like, who didn't have one of those jump ropes? Right. Weird right. Kids? right. I, and, I, and then I got to thinking and I was like, wait, there's like still in the 70s. And I was like, have those plastic jump ropes just been around like forever for like the last 200 years? Or something? <laughs> they haven't made any more in the past 40 years. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. They made so many that they were like. <laughs> Well, we don't need to. We have this new idea for a jump rope, but first we gotta empty our current supply. <laughs> we have a new idea for a jump rope, right? A new material. <laughs> I mean, there's okay. some good, good okay. high quality jump ropes out there now compared to that thing that like sliced your leg open when you missed. Right. Um. So I thought it was really cool. We got Darcy Lewis back. Um. She doesn't seem to be working for Sword, like just like a freelancer or something. She like isn't she isn't right like at the beginning it seemed definitely and then in the middle it seemed definitely not well because we get the lines where she's talking with um someone and she's like hey i saw a bunch of different agencies here like blah blah blah. so she she showed up with uh some other scientists i I guess that's a good point she probably is freelance they basically kidnap those four people pretty much um i'm not totally sure what they're expecting out of the chemical engineer for this kind of problem I don't know what they want out of a nuclear biologist. I mean, nuclear radiation kind of stuff. Life. What's life going to do around maybe, it? I think maybe. that's fair. The artificial intelligence expert makes sense. I mean, vision. <laughs> yeah, right. You'd, you'd want him. Right. The moment right. that's identified. Um, although, why would you not? Where's Bruce? It's a good question. Like, what's uh, what's he doing? Why there wasn't Bruce, enough gamma radiation here. Why would Bruce not be your first pick? Because radiation artificial intelligence this dude's a genius he's got seven phds bruce is my first call and also he has this cool little ability where he can transform into a raging hulk monster yeah it's pretty cool which also might still be him at this point like he might still be smart hulk it's right. only three weeks yeah, after i true he's probably still smart hulk could be professor hulk uh yeah i didn't think about that yeah we get it so why would you not call bruce Bruce is like my number one, unless like all these agencies just don't have his phone number, right? He's gone the Thor route. He doesn't have a phone. <laughs> Smart. His hands are just too big. They can't, they can't yeah. press the buttons. Maybe he is living with the Norse people. I don't know. Well, no, actually he's, have they already, well, no, because at the end of, at the end of Endgame, didn't we see them leave? So he's probably not on world. He, he didn't go with them. Like the, Thor left with the Guardians of the Galaxy. All right, so he's Hulk's not on that. Yeah, he, he's just chilling in in uh, the Norse with the Norse in people. Norway. Um, or 
he's on his way here. Or he's solving twenty-four hours. He couldn't get here in time. Or he's solving his cousin's problem of gamma radiation. Maybe, Uh, maybe. But uh, yeah, to to me, Bruce is the perfect person to analyze the situation. That being said, uh, Darcy Lewis has gone through a lot of off-screen character changes. And they're clearly trying to make her a lot more likable than people had previously felt. Um, but I, I kind of think it's funny. They kind of turned her into Jane Foster. <laughs> yeah. Like some of the stuff she says, it reminds me of Jane Foster when she's laying on the table and she's like, is that a quantum field generator? Right. And then they explain something and then she's like, it's, it's a quantum, quantum field, field generator. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, exactly. And, and like that's kind of the way Darcy acts too. Um, but like that's it kind of friends. it kind of makes sense though that she was so close to Jane throughout all this weirdness. Um, it would make sense, and then even more weirdness happens in the world that's going so far. It would make sense that she'd start trying to learn it because she is close to a lot of it. Right, and also at the time, Shield knew a, a lot about her. Like they were, she was definitely on their radar. And so yeah, they, might as well just send her through college and <laughs> get her. That being said, how much time? Maybe she didn't get snapped. Okay. Yeah. Maybe Darcy didn't get snapped. So she, she had a lot of time to learn. I think there was a question about that a while back and I'm pre- like on, like over Twitter, like asking people asking like the Rousseau's I'm pretty sure she was confirmed as not being snapped. Okay, that makes sense. So, like, so she, like years ago, this has been something, but I'm pretty sure she was confirmed she, as not being snapped. Because I was thinking about that. She has a PhD in phys, astrophysics. astrophysics. And, and so I was like, that wasn't her major at the beginning of things. So um, maybe she changes majors by the time of Thor the Dark World. So she's at the very beginning. That's like year this one. Is, this is the real important questions where we're talking about here. So that takes place in like 2013, 2014. And then she's got about 10 years. Yeah. She you can easily do that. She can change she can her major again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well then well well she she gets it and then she establishes herself as a pretty well renowned one, just as well renowned as Jane Foster, at least, to be on Swords Radar and such. So um, okay, let's uh let's move along to some other stuff. Moving on. Yeah, Dr. Um, Darcy Lewis. I, I haven't so I, I wrote this down because it seems like there were certain like um differences in time um not the fact that this takes place in the 70s like the the sitcom does whatever but from the time that like monica sends the drone in to when it's discovered uh to when she gets sucked in to when we see the beekeeper because the beekeeper was like this all happened yeah they sent the beekeeper in like in at the very beginning of episode two or something and he doesn't get there till the end of the episode. I mean, I guess it's a long, long maybe, <laughs> maybe. But, but I'm also saying like, like from from the from the time things interact with the bubble, like whether it be Agent Calling or all stuff. I'd love to see how that plays into like when the episodes happen because we also get broadcast footage, so we know when things are taking place with within the bubble. And I don't know if certain things line up. I'd have to go back and watch it. So Are I'm you excited. saying that like all of like, the stuff outside the bubble has taken place in like a day, whereas it appears that the WandaVision stuff are like separate days? Yeah, it seems like it's over several days. It's like, like there's so there's three episodes. Let's just say three days versus the one day outside. Kind yeah, of exactly. Day. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like it seems 
there was a little bit of that feeling for sure i don't i don't know for totally i mean it was definitely like always nighttime (laughs) uh you know the scariest thing was in this episode and this episode wasn't scary at all but when (laughs) when franklin in the hazmat suit the beekeeper suit gets out of the sewer and looks and there's just like wanda envisioned like staring at like away on the sidewalk and I was like, because oh, like when I watched it, I, and I it's kind of interesting because it makes Black his Black. his quick look over not so weird, right? Like he's not vision, he hears Vision say Wanda, and then he just immediately he looks. But that was like real weird, just seeing two like straight figures just standing like. <laughs> it's pretty Twilight like, Zone-ish. Oh jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we don't know. What like it's it's Twilight Zone-ish from both perspectives, you know. <laughs> we don't know what happened to him. We don't yet. We never got that. Yeah. I think it's interesting. His name is Franklin, though. Yep. Um, because Franklin is the son. I do not think this character is the son of Reed Richards, but Franklin is the name of the character who is the son of Reed Richards, who is the one that cripples Mephisto in the first place. Ooh. Um, and so I, I think that's an interesting little Easter egg of choice. Well, if we're uh, talking about names that are similar, there's a there's a Hayward in in Agents of Shield, who's a part of the <laughs> yeah. part of the Centipede project. Uh, uh, speaking of names, this isn't necessarily super relevant to this episode, but um, I was doing research on other things, and this was actually the most crazy thing I realized. There's a character in Marvel Comics called Nicholas Scratch. Okay. Um, and if you remember the cat, uh, Senor Scratchy. So let me just read this first paragraph of early life. Um, really, okay. uh, Nicholas Scratch, it's only like two sentences. Nicholas Scratch is the son of Agatha Harkness and was a resident of the secret New Salem, Colorado community populated by magic users. Agatha left the reclusive community to live among the normal people and in time even became a nanny to Franklin Richards, son of Reed and Sue Richards of the Fantastic Four. And then also in his list, I didn't read the whole thing, but in his list of affiliates, he is a former affiliate of Mephisto. Mephisto. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So it's more, in, there's so many, I, I would love to compile a list of all the Mephisto nods. Uh, there's um, quite a few. Um, there, there's I so think, many that I feel like I'd miss them. I think there's something important. So um, later on in the episode, well, okay. First off, uh, we're told that Agent Wu is here because he there was a person in witness protection, which I think I don't know if we'll find that out at some point. Like who who that is? Who's in witness protection in Westview? Oh, I completely forgot about that. Actually, okay, that explains something. Well, maybe it adds to the theories. Who do you think? Okay, so when they have the, I th- I think the most important part of the episode, and it seems like the internet agrees, the most important part of the episode is the frame we get where that has everyone's name and files there and so everyone's got a driver's license except for one agatha. and it's agnes agnes um and it's probably because she doesn't have one um she's- now wh- whether that means she is mephisto or just she's working for mephisto and so her identity is completely off people's radars and whatnot but the other interesting thing that people are talking about is that dotty doesn't have a file up there now maybe they just haven't id id'd her yet could be possible or what if she's the wit, wit probe person? The the thing I'll say about that, and I, I I hadn't thought of that, but for for a bit I toyed around with is Agatha, Agnes, uh, the one in witness protection. Like it would, it would be kind of mm. weird. To like, like let's throw that around. Like there's a possibility. For um, sure, for sure, it's got to be think, considered. 
I think that it can't be considering both Agent Wu and um, Agent Wu and uh, Monica refer to the wit the witness or the person as a he. Uh, uh, like, oh, he's in witness protection, uh, and then Monica said something about him. Uh, additionally, I feel like Agent you would think that they shouldn't <clears throat> be married. Whoever's right. in Whip Pro, otherwise they would say two people are in Whip Pro. Right. Uh, the other thing I'll say though is <laughs> like it'd be um, weird to be in witness protection, but you're still with your wife. <laughs> like that's not very effective. Gender pronouns <laughs> are a bit of a thing, but you could also, if you wanted sure. to switch it up to, to maintain identity, like if you're talking about a female, use him to like just throw it off the case. Like you want to protect their identity as much as possible. However, oh. something else I think is more important is that. Um, Agent Wu said, we contacted all known associates and relatives. And if this well, person... Well, that was, that was at the beginning, though, right? They they were contacting the known associates and relatives of... Of the witness. Oh, was it? But yes. And they said the witness and doesn't because exist. You can't, well, yeah, they said the witness doesn't exist. But if you know who the witness is, you should have Agatha's ID, Agnes's ID up there immediately. Yeah, I agree. Before. So that, 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 that should that be the first the, one. Right, that I think is the biggest reason why. Also, if that's the case, why isn't? Does that mean that one of those people that identified is the witness, is the person with protection? Potentially, probably. But, but maybe, the actually, thing, maybe not though, because they they they're all married, aren't they? Uh, the for, so, uh, no, I think there's one person that's not. I think there's not? one soul. I think there's one soul male. Is it um, Herb or Norm? Herb's on there. Right. Uh, I don't know if we got. Did we get Norm? No, we did get Norm. We got Norm's file. They they say I don't remember the name, but I don't either. But yeah, we got Herb and Norm, who are both. Uh, I don't think we've seen their we wives, their unless yeah. one of them is married to Bev. Maybe because I don't know who I don't know who Bev's married to. I just I know, know Dottie and forget his name starts with a J. I think. Um. I, could, I think I've written down somewhere. But uh, I know they're together because it's right. very, very obvious. They also talked about... So this is something else that's interesting, is we got like the, the cast members for uh, Mr. and Mrs. Hart. Right. But we didn't find Mr. Hart in here. Not yet. He's shoved in the closet somewhere. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. There's yep, episode seven or something. Someone's going to open a closet and Mr. Hart's body is going to fall out. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, that'd be mortifying. It is interesting. I think it's very funny, though, that everyone's names were changed. It truly is a sitcom. It's a cast. Like, right. And, and they, there's even a moment where I think uh, Monica says, calls them characters, and Agent Wu corrects her and is like, people. <laughs> but the thing is, I, I caught that too. But although at the beginning, when, they're, when they first start putting names on the board, uh, Agent Wu says, Blah 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 and blah blah blah. Cast as Mister and Mister. Right, so right, he, right. he started it and then later yeah. corrected himself. He had this like come to. <laughs> He's like, this is a pretty messed up way to think about them. Right, right. <laughs> uh, we got the return of hexagons. We we found out that the the reality bubble is in the shape of a hexagon right, with a and, five mile radius. And Agent Wu wonders about it. He does. <laughs> he does. Also uh, on that see, whiteboard. See, that's kind of my point. Is like it's stuff like that that I feel like this episode is like. All right. You've watched the first three episodes. I'm sure a lot of you people are starting to have your theories and whatnot. We just want to make sure you're on the right track. That's so what hexagons are important. Th these people are important. Here's what's going on outside the bubble. Like that original just a conviction episode. 
that original whiteboard of notes where they start writing all their thoughts down, there's like four questions on the right. I don't remember what they are, but that honestly feels like the writers writing, like telling us like, Hey, like, this is you, you should be These thinking are about the things that matter <laughs> uh, on the left side. It's cut off, but there's something that says who, like, who is it? Like who's it, who's responsible. And right. in, there's scrolls question mark in print in, in parentheses. So like they're, they're considering it's considered. It scrolls, uh, uh, which I mean, is, yeah, I mean, you got to consider every, every outcome right but but by the end of the episode they know who it is you know <laughs> we also interestingly we have an uh, this is something that's not important to course, <coughs> but i'm going to figure out at some point when i have time we get a topography map and the exit sign for westview so i'm going to figure out where this is in new jersey <laughs> we also know it's in eastern new jersey so at some point when I, when I have some free time i'm gonna i'm gonna figure that out the thing at the beginning uh again it's so this episode's kind of twilight zone-ish it really like, is like, like yeah. just like all the way around, even though like the whole show itself is kind of Twilight Zone-ish, but like this episode really leans into the weirdness. I mean, if you think about it, the the unsnapping, but you still lose people. Um, you show up to the town that is right in front of you, and the police tell you it doesn't exist. It, it's not there. Do you, <laughs> you guys see the Westview sign to your left? You call witness. Uh, you call the family of a witness protection person and the family doesn't know who that person is. Like all, all of these things are like, so twilight, like you can make a whole episode about every line of dialogue. Like um, something else I think is really important in this episode that we finally like see the, the importance of is we see is what that agent Wu wants kids. No, he does, he does want kids and a chip. And a chip. Um, <laughs> we get to see what happens on from the broadcast side when there's glitches. Which it's it's exactly what we saw last episode. It's what where, we saw where Vision just is standing there and just and like reverts back, and you're like, "Oh man!" But so this has happened a couple times now. We we saw it with Dottie. We saw it with um. Which means I guess there does have to be a pretty good delay, right? Um, yeah. You know, in order to keep up with the glitches, because otherwise, uh. But yeah, it's very interesting. I think there was an important line when Darcy said, "Who is censoring this?" And my first thought is it's Wanda, like Wanda's doing it. But is she? It feels like she's her mind the one is that's doing she's it. the one that says no, right? Right. <laughs> like she, she's the one that throws Monica out, and that's not on camera, right? So like it's got to be Wanda, right? That's um, unless. Now there's some theories out there that say like Wanda's got a split personality. I really hope that's not the route they go. I don't want it to be split personality. I think there I'm is like, totally fine with her just psyche. yeah, with her own psyche just falling down it's the not rabbit a hole. Personality. I don't want that um, to happen. That she's just doing everything in her power. She's just doing bad things. She has. She really uh, turned down the villain route in this. But uh, this episode. But yeah, but I wonder if like a little part of her is broadcasting it out because she just wants help deep down and then, but then maybe, so, so there's, there's the possibility. Um, so a small part of her does want help and then Mephisto or Agnes is censoring it to make sure to show like, Oh, nothing bad here. Yeah, just yeah. a sitcom. <laughs> I think a point in favor of like a split psyche not necessarily personality i don't think that's the route they're going with but like one part of her mind is like when it, whenever a, a break happens where like she comes to consciousness that part of her mind's like no shut it back down and then she can the other part of her mind can just live out this happy fantasy 
I think the part Isn't that, that kind of a split personality though. No. What's the difference? Because it's it's not a separate person. It's not a separate personality doing it. It's, it it's still her. But that's why separate personalities don't have to be different people. They can just be right. I mean, I don't know. I'm not an expert, I, but uh, <laughs> I, I but don't like. I don't look at it that way. Can't you just have like? I mean, I don't want to say like in a bipolar sense, but like. Well, I'll they, explain they, this. Can't they? Can't things. there just be Wanda A and Wanda B? And one of them is trying to stay in the bubble, and the other one's trying to get out of the bubble, or something. I or, think it's more like that. It's or one like of them a, is not a typhoid Mary kind of thing. Yeah, not not necessarily that, but well, actually, even more so a typhoid Mary because what I described is not a typhoid Mary thing. I don't think it is typhoid Mary. Um, thing. But yeah. from a more typhoid Mary perspective, that um, one of them is grieving and the other one is doing things to help the grief, <laughs> not to help, but to avoid well, to help the other one de avoid dealing with the grief. That's not how I see it, but I'll, I'll point out a thing that I think. So then, how is it split psyche? I just think there's like a part like she she just wants to grieve, but when anything threatens that, she like wakes up for a second and then like she gets scared's not the right word, but like scared of of having to deal with the reality of this, and then she just shuts back down. So she's just const her brain's just constantly snapping, kind of. Um, <laughs> not not snapping in the Thanos sense, but like people are people are getting wiped out left and right. <laughs> um, but in the sense, of I, just I don't know like, if I can explain it well. But like when someone goes crazy, they've snapped. The reason I think, but sometimes she snaps back. <laughs> the reason I think it points to this well is when we, we get so we get new footage of the the Monica Wanda right for sure. And it's then weird. after after Wanda fixes the book bookshelves, uh, Vision walks back in and she turns and looks. And the most disturbing thing ever is we see a destroyed Vision like blinking and talking. That <laughs> that creeped me out. Which but, kind of makes me wonder if it is Vision's real body. It might be. That's horrifying though. Um, but the, <laughs> the reason I think it points to like the the psyche whatnot. Yeah, she one one time she's just kissing him and then she, flashes. Uh, out. Oh gosh. <laughs> She looks at, at Vision, sees him destroyed, like turns away, like shuddering, and then looks back and it's fixed. Right. I think that's her. Like, like she finally comes to, sees that it's destroyed, gets scared, doesn't want to deal with that, shuts down, and then reboots into like the safe, happy. Um, I don't know. I guess like it's such a fine line between split personality and split psyche. Right. But, I mean, I don't know if this podcast is the place to discuss. <laughs> right. That. I don't have enough understanding with, about it. With my undergrad psych degree, I don't think uh -oh. I can do that. <laughs> right uh, <laughs> my only exposure is the way other superhero shows do it poorly <laughs> do you think so so we, we you mentioned this briefly do you think that's vision's body i mean it could be uh, it's interesting if it is but like so much more <clears throat> disturbing if it is i don't know if i don't think it is i don't but maybe so, oh man i don't know they have let wanda just like cart the corpse out of out of Endgame, she's like, I'm gonna put it in a wagon, and I'm. Where just, else uh... is the corpse? Well, it's not out of Endgame; it's out of Infinity War. Out of Infinity War, you're right. Yeah. So someone, but she, was, she was gone. Someone, someone right? Took so Captain America and the gang took Buried. Vision's body somewhere, or they probably took it back to a lab, honestly. Right, and so I don't know. So either either Wanda broke broke into. That it's probably unlikely. I, yeah. I'm not sure if it is a real body. It's just her imagination of him or her realization of him. Then she realizes that he's dead, freaks out, reverts back to he's still alive. He's yeah, alive. yeah, um, um, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. 
I definitely am getting some Wanda being a villain vibes now. Like she's she's absolutely yeah. So you you've been saying that for a little bit now, and I wasn't totally on board with you this episode. I don't know. I I I'm having a tough time denying it anymore. Um, I. I Especially when she says the line, uh, she has everything. I, I have everything under control. For sure. Yeah. All, all kinds of things. And, and there's been little nods that like, obviously she's in control of this stuff, right. but like, I, I don't know. I think there's still a, as of right now, um, I, I think it would be very ignorant of me to, to just completely deny the idea that Wanda could be the vision, the, the vision. She's the vision. <laughs> Wanda could be the villain of Doctor Strange 2 and this is just the prequel comic beforehand. I think this is that's probably what's likely here. She's going to end this as like a villainous figure. I do think though there is still a slim chance that um Wanda like acknowledges what she's doing is wrong throughout this because like Otherwise, there's no character arc here. It's just a, it's just showing us that she's evil now, and it's six hours of she's evil now. <laughs> there's, there's definitely going to be some, some more. Um, and so, I, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of time left for them to go in various different directions. Right. We talked about that. It's like three hours still. Yeah, there's something at least like three, three hours, three fifteen minutes. I don't know, something like that. Um, of like real footage, never mind the credits. Um, and like with all of the Mephisto nods, I have a very hard time believing that Mephisto's not in this movie. He, ha- he has to be. I keep telling this movie that's how good this is. <laughs> uh, he, I, there's no way that he doesn't show up. There's no way. There's just way too many nods to him. And then, like, unless he's the real big bad of Dr. Strange two kind of thing. And it's just setting up and this their is whole, just their up whole character dynamic. And this is the issue that Dr. Strange needs to solve or something, but I don't see how that necessarily involves the multiverse. I don't know. It involves the multiverse. I, I, <laughs> I think that the madness aspect might have to do with one hundred percent. I'm definitely um, on board with that half and he's I, the multiverse half, but like teach me <laughs> the multiverse part of Dormammu. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has to do that once, and then that's the multiverse. The rest is just madness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, the multiverse kind of is just madness, but uh, understanding this complex. Yeah, I, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I think though, there's a slim chance that if Mephisto's in this, which we both are, have more conviction every episode that he'll yep. show up. Uh, it's going to be upsetting if we're, if we're wrong. If he is not this, we're just like believing, believing, believing. It's so weird that they would put so many things. There's so many nods to this. Like, I don't. It's got to mean that Mephisto's in some project coming up. If he's not in this, this he's on deck. Like he He's on deck ready to go to the, the batting box, Like if that's the right terminology because I don't play baseball. Um, but like he's got to be ready because – there's just there's too many nods to this like we've gotten i think every episode there's like two or three which is astounding we've gotten less information and gotten more concrete like stuff (laughs) later on like there's there's way too much in favor of showing mephisto to not have it happen yeah and so mephisto shows up like what's his role if wanda's just the villain and then she ends as still the villain yeah that's i don't know 
And, and that that's where I'm having a hard time drawing the line that Wanda's the villain of Doctor Strange too, because it's like if Mephisto shows up, which pretty con pretty good conviction that that he does. What is his role? If Wanda still ends up the villain. Like, I, I think know. Wanda will be in a bad place at the end of the show. This will not be a, a, a happy go lucky ending. I'm but, glad you're on board with me for that. But, like, they're definitely not promising that. Other than the fact that it's a sitcom, I guess you could argue they're promising that because sitcoms always have happy go lucky endings, regardless of what Except happens. Except it's going to get canceled. There you go. That's the That's the bad ending. Wouldn't that be funny? They tell us it's nine episodes, but it, <laughs> the, the ultimate sitcom move. In the last it. episode is in Doctor Strange because WandaVision was canceled. I don't know. This is a no, stretch. No, no, no. But no, no. Um, what is this? The Arrowverse? Right. Yeah. This, this is the kind of thing they would do. And like, it's kind of a good idea. It's a cool idea because it's like so meta. Right. Uh, and it's meta outside the universe rather than inside the universe, which is definitely better. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I don't see Mephisto's role if Wanda's still evil. By the end of this, I mean. So if we don't see it yet, it quickly, I still think that Agnes, well, she wants something. She wants something from Wanda. Is she an agent of Mephisto, or is she here on her own accord? Not I mean, sure. She knows the devil's in the details, and he's everywhere else as well. And, yep. She's also got Senior Scratchy. She's also. So if she's okay, if she's not in. Like an agent of Mephisto. Or I think either it. she is Mephisto that's, that's just or weird. she's an agent of Mephisto. Like, like maybe they combine Agatha and Mephisto into one character. Or that'd be wild. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely think the likelihood of her not being connected to Mephisto, like them being two separate entities and, and forces in this, is that's a bit too much. I think. Either she's an agent or she's Mephisto. I think that's probably a good way. I'm leaning more towards an agent of Mephisto. So are um, we? Are we now? Um, despite the rumors, the news we had heard, are we thinking Evan Peters isn't going to show up? I still think he is. Yeah, I'm not so. I'm not. I'm not so sure. If he does, great. No, in whatever capacity, even if he's just cast member number twelve. <laughs> That'd be cool. uh, but what? Maybe he's the guy in Whip Pro, and we just haven't met him yet. I don't know. Um, Quicksilver is a... <laughs> he made it from a different universe, and he's hiding from that universe. That'd be a good here. reason to be in witness protection, although you'd probably need more than... <laughs> you'd need the TVA's witness protection. Right, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... Did you... Because it's like if he shows up, he could be Mephisto. That That's kind of like the only route i see if he's not mephisto i don't know if i see a point unless he's yeah just quicksilver no i don't think so you're right you're right you're right um i, I would but, love him i i love evan peter's quicksilver i think he's fantastic and very very funny and agnes definitely isn't a sword agent no chance because no way taylor would tyler would have said something i keep missing his name too <laughs> i keep um <laughs> One of the characters, yeah. I don't know if it was Wu or someone says his name weird. And for some reason, that's the line that I'm holding on to <laughs> for his name. Uh, it's Maybe. just like a quick dialogue, but. Did you catch, so there are two songs, like two real world songs in this episode. I don't know music that well, man. Okay. I heard uh, them, but. 
I so I only I I I, wa- I actually watched the credits to make sure that I found them. Um, the first one actually happened in the credits. It was like f- the last twenty seconds of the show. Right. I was sitting on the couch, just like they did the last episode. As well. So that was Voodoo Child by Jimi Hendrix. Right. Which I looked up some like. Um, I looked up some like a. Uh, I mean, just from a title perspective, just, just the title of that song, "Voodoo Child," Scarlet Witch is literally a voodoo. Child. So right, so this that's true. Uh, additionally, if you look into the lyrics, uh, there's so many different interpretations of the song, uh, but one of them is uh, like about the world being created. Uh, there's a there's like a line, and I, I only I snipped half of it. I'm cherry picking to make sure this line fits what I know, um, but I, I picked half the the line, and it says, "I make up all the pieces and make an island." She's made an island. So I don't know if that as a thing. I think Voodoo Child herself, she's No, I I uh, think all of it, man. I mean, they chose it for a reason. Right. You don't you don't just pick songs you like and put them in a movie. The others the other song in this episode, which I don't remember where it was, is Help Me Rhonda by the Beach Boys. Right. Uh I don't remember where this is. My first thought was it sounds like Help Me Wanda. Right. <laughs> but uh but I don't I'd have to go back to find out where it is in the episode to see what the, the context Rhonda. is. Help me Rhonda. Um, interesting interesting yeah yeah yeah. so i thought that was interesting i i'm definitely gonna be watching the credits for the rest of this now looking for songs to see if there's any relation it's oh my goodness this show though is there's so much to talk about there's so, so much. good i'm a, correct me if i'm wrong we've had barely over an hour maybe an hour and 10 of like actual footage no and we've, we've, we've had we're getting it's close like, it's like to two hours it's like it's 20 close. something minutes each Okay, fine. We'll we'll say a little close to two hours. Even if it was twenty minutes each, that would still be an hour twenty. That's why I said it's like a little over. Whatever, an hour and a half closer to <laughs> but two hours. I'm pretty hours. sure it's longer than that. There's so much to talk about. Uh, yeah, but the thing that I'm really excited about is that the writers of Wandavision. Um, let me let me look this up real quick so that I get it right. Uh, the writers of WandaVision are writing other Marvel products. Okay. Products, what are they writing? Products. Um, if I can find the writers, I would love to tell you. Um, see full cast. Let's see. Here we are. There's so many writers. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try Jack Schaefer. Let's see. if. Or Jace. I don't know how you say her name. Um. So she apparently worked on Black Widow. Cool. Um, she's got credits there. I thought maybe it's not her. Maybe it is. Stanley? No. <laughs> oh. Uh, Actually, while while you're looking for that, I don't, I don't remember who it is, but I, I could have sworn so, um, some of the Wandavision writers are either working on Doctor Strange two, which would make sense. Or another one, which would make sense, which is Captain Marvel two. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's I. I'm fifty percent sure <laughs> that it's Captain Marvel two because I'm pretty sure the Doctor Strange two writers are from Loki. Ah. Uh, but yeah. I just wanted. I was going to say while you were looking that up. Uh, this day two years ago was the um the snap. No. No, or or at least when I watched, I don't remember how I watched the Punisher season two the day at least. Um, but I, I've got a photo, uh, showing up in my memories that's saying, uh, like the very, the very first credit at the end of it was in loving memory of Stanley. Oh man. So I, I saw that this morning and I was like, Oh yeah. Stan, the man continues to, to live on through these projects. 
and it's it's wonderful what they're doing with them because man all of the the early criticisms even before episode one showed up and then even after episode one showed up uh which i think there was significantly less after episode one premiered um but all of the criticisms if if they quit watching that's the only reason they're still having criticisms i feel like because it's like I I feel like as long if you hold on to this if you bear with whatever the show's trying to tell you, it's I don't know to me it's so good and, and everyone's entitled to their own opinion people don't have to like it but uh I think if people give it a real chance this this is just as good as a lot of the Marvel movies yeah I think a reason people may not like it immediately is. A lot of people who like Marvel movies like them for a reason, and so when you get a weird sitcom where there's so much subtlety and so much, it's so different from anything right. else that they produce. A superhero movie's supposed to be this this action film, right? Like, there's not supposed it's supposed to have bad story. It's not supposed. To, whereas this is such a this might even be the first. I mean, Iron Man one does a pretty good job, but like the first really character piece. Like this is such a character piece for Wanda. You don't think Thor 2 is a character piece? <laughs> for Darcy, maybe. <laughs> or Eric. Uh, <laughs> Ian? For Ian? Ian. Definitely for Ian. <laughs> uh, I'm glad but... we both remember his name. <laughs> it's very easy. <laughs> maybe. <clears throat> oh, man. Uh, I I love this episode. I, I love that like we finally get to see on the other side of the curtain of this reality bubble to see what's going on in the real world to see how they're dealing with this the consequences man it's yeah huge okay so i starting next episode episode five do you think we're gonna start inside the bubble or outside i don't know but i think it will be the halloween episode i i, I said i said last week i thought this was gonna be the halloween episode now this is gonna be the halloween episode um, i was not expecting all I wasn't ex- yeah, but it was cool. I enjoyed it. I didn't know I wanted it, but I'm happy I got right, it. Right. Um, I didn't know this was an option to take Monica all the way back to coming to three weeks ago. All the I way back to three weeks ago. To I was expecting this to start outside the bubble, but I was not expecting it to start after this the snap and everything. Right. You expected it to start with her waking up on the grass, not right. right. <laughs> Uh, not that be the end of the episode <laughs> right it like ends in the same spot as jeez uh yeah uh i don't know uh but this this is getting wild um i do have a question because you were telling me so i guess uh, on youtube or something they dropped like another trailer for the episode or something the uh, one that and, i was telling you about yeah and, and i i've been trying to stay away from the trailers for per the episode because i'm just enjoying this too much mm-hmm. um but you were saying that potentially it's that it has something extra in it. it it was called like an extended clip uh or extended scene or something uh and it was of <clears throat> it was of monica and um woo like at the bubble i don't remember now i'd have to go back to to watch to see if yeah, there's I, any I, I, I was basically wondering is is that what just what we got in the show i, d- I don't remember okay I don't remember um, um i can find it pretty easily so I, i'll go back and check at some point um days are just so busy yeah for sure no uh but i'm happy you're able to take some time to talk about this Absolutely. uh man the theories keep on coming 
And it's like, we basically got told in this episode, you're all on the right track. But whenever I feel like a show tells you you're on the right track, it means you're not. There's something more coming. <laughs> so uh, I don't know uh, if we are or if we're not, but that's the fun of the MCU and great storytelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be here next week talking about episode five. We're also talking about little things on Wednesday, along with this last week's movie news. Uh, Ian Rismondo, WandaVision for life. Uh, <laughs> Rocking my Marvel shirt for this. Yeah. Um, they, there's there's a shirt I have that I've been wanting to wear on these, but I keep forgetting to do it. Maybe I'll wear it next week. All um, right. If I can find it. I haven't worn it in a long time. Uh, but otherwise, I'm Joshua Troop. This is Unanimous Indecision. We'll catch you next time.